Brothers and sisters, yesterday we celebrated the feast of Our Lady of Nakhay in Ireland. In the shrine itself, they celebrated on the 21st, which was the actual date of the apparitions. But for the rest of the church, it's on the 17th. And we, there are many things we could say about Nakhay, you know. First of all, that one of the things that we can muse on with the Nakhay apparition is that any of us could be a visionary in Nakhay. Because when the apparition happened to the 15 registered witnesses, but I believe there was more than that, but there are 15 enemy that uh, recorded. Um, they they experienced um, the lamb on the altar, uh, the lamb being Jesus himself, uh, so a great symbol of the sacrifice of the mass, but a cross behind him and angels adoring. Then on, this, uh, on the side, there was Our Lady with her hands in prayer. Um, actually, I have a statue of her here in my room. Um, and Our Lady was like that in the middle of the of, of St. Joseph on one side and St. John on the next. And, you know, none of them in the apparition spoke to the visionaries, but they just saw them as heavenly beings of light. At first, the first people who saw them thought they were like uh, statues lit up from a distance. But when they got closer, they realized that they, they were heavenly beings, like they were human. Uh, but but in a glorified state, or you know, just transformed into light. Uh, but they were they were truly present and 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 real, and uh, you know, just the amount of people that saw it, witnessed to it. So we can all, if we believe that this happened, if we believe in faith, that when we in in Knock, we too can be visionaries because we sit in the apparition chapel, or we might look at a picture of Knock, and we too can see through faith. The, the the living reality of Our Lady and St. Joseph and St. John and of course the Lamb on the altar. And and when we pray in faith and ask them to be present, uh, they come. And so we too, everybody's a visionary in that sense, uh, through through the virtue of faith. Uh, the next real big point about Nock that really struck me recently when I've been praying about it a couple of weeks ago, is the whole idea of abandonment of, of the tabernacle, that that so many people in, in our Catholic faith have just abandoned the real presence of God. Either believe it's a symbol or they, they don't take time enough to adore. Um, you know, and this has been going on for more than the last century. Um, I'm not talking about now where people can't get to Mass, but just in general, uh, even when the churches opened again um, here in Ireland, uh, there were faithful adorers, there are faithful adorers who come. But the fact that we have the Lord of all glory in our midst, the Lord of all glory present to us, should <laughs> call for a lot of adorers, those who are coming and believing and just want to be with him. You don't need to go to, you don't need to go to anybody else but the Lord himself. You know, sometimes we're rushing to so-and-so priest and stuff. And yes, God has given to priests and religious and, and, and lay people special graces, anointings. But why don't we rush with that same expectation to the Lord in the tabernacle? You know, or, or why don't we not rush to that same expectation to the Lord in, in our prayer that our faith has a communion with him in prayer. So this whole theme of abandonment. And one of the things in Knock is that I realized that nobody in that apparition abandoned Christ. St. Joseph never abandoned Jesus. He was always with him, always went out of his way to protect him. Our Lady never abandoned her son. She stood at the foot of the cross and she always, always uh, was faithful to him. St. John the Evangelist who appeared in the apparition, he never abandoned Christ. He was at the foot of the cross as well. When the rest of the apostles scattered out of fear, he stayed with immense trust, huh? 
and he stayed and he never abandoned Christ. And of course, the angels surrounding the lamb on the altar, the angels never abandoned Christ, the good angels. They adore and they worship him day and night. And so knock in many ways is about perpetual adoration. Now, yes, this is played out in terms of perpetual adoration of the Eucharistic Lord, but also the general principles and Paul tells us that we're to pray ceaselessly. And that's an ongoing battle for every Christian, every Christian, even monks and nuns. It's an ongoing battle to learn how to keep our minds constantly recollected on God, that everything we do in our life is geared towards giving God glory, that we do it with the Lord in sight. You know, we don't just think of the Lord when we say our night prayer or our morning prayer or when we come to church. But every throughout the day, we're to have frequent reminders of trying, talking to the Lord, being with the Lord, that it should just become the most natural thing in the world. And so this, this, this theme of, of knock, the, the, I don't want to say what's the opposite of abandonment, unabandonment, but the, the, in other words, the constant fidelity of, of adoration. And this is in many ways a knock message. And may the Lord bless you and may he fill your heart with that desire for ceaseless worship and praise throughout your day or, or, when, or, or then drive to have, find more time to be alone with him. May the Lord bless you, Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen.